the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Welcome to Simply for Women. Jennifer here today, and I want to encourage you, no matter where you're at, maybe today's just a boring, mundane day, or maybe you're in the chaos, the highs or the lows, but God is there. He is with you, and he wants to meet with us right here, right on this show today. He doesn't ask us to jump through any hoops, but rather he wants us to meet with him. He's simply always there. He is right with us always, and I would like to talk today about prayer. Simply pray, to simply learn to pray, how to pray, and just to spend some time talking about prayer. I always say that prayer prompts heaven to change earth. Prayer prompts heaven to engage on earth, and my definition of prayer is simply talking to God. Prayer is simply talking to God. I don't know why we make it so difficult, but prayer is a simple thing. It's a beautiful thing. And God wants us to pray. He wants to hear from you today. He wants to hear from me today. And I thought, why don't we start just with a few verses? One verse that I love is Luke five sixteen, And it says that Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. I think Jesus is the greatest example for us because he still, despite all that he was doing, teaching and healing and gathering disciples and crowds, Jesus chose to spend time with the Father, spend time with Father God and to pray. He would go up on a mountain. He would get away in in the early morning or or on a mountain late at night, just different places. I love how Jesus always found the time to spend time with the Father and just to simply pray. And if you seek to be a disciple of Jesus, if you want to be a follower of Jesus, then learning to pray effectively is key. Remember that God not only welcomes us in prayer, he is waiting. He's waiting for us to pray. Prayer, it's the communication aspect of your relationship with God. It's our human relationships sometimes where we have misunderstandings that we need to clear up. And it's the same way with our Heavenly Father. You know, sometimes if there's a misunderstanding between you and God, you just have to share and clarify it so you can be healthy and open again. You know, sometimes maybe we don't understand something about God or maybe we're confused or we're disappointed or we're hurt and we have to just clear up those misunderstandings with him. And it just, it starts by talking to them. You know, there's some three prevalent misunderstandings, I think, in prayer. And I wanted to go over those with you 
But first, I'm going to read a verse in Luke 24, 38. He said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubts arise in your minds? You know, we have things that trouble us and things on our mind and doubts that rise. And these all can be cleared up through prayer. So I think some of the misunderstandings, three prevalent misunderstandings about prayer are these. Number one. I feel it is selfish to pray for myself. We think if I'm praying about my life and my family and my stuff or my kids or my job or my whatever, me, 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 we think it's selfish. And sometimes a misunderstanding is, well, God already knows all about me and he knows all the details of my life. So why do I need to pray about me? My prayer is way too small for such a busy and big God. Well, that is is one misunderstanding because God, he not only knows every hair on your head, yes, he does. And he knows every detail of your life, but he wants to hear from you. And it's not selfish. He wants to interact with you. He wants to engage with you. You know, just like with your kids, you want to hear about their day. You want to hear about what happened on the ball field. You want to hear all those details. And the same with God. He cares about you as his child, and it's not selfish. And actually, could even make a case that you should start with yourself. Start praying about your own life and your own self. And then as you grow in prayer and as you learn more, you begin to pray about others and other things. And we're going to look at that too. So hang in there with me. But we will move beyond the selfish prayer. But it's not selfish to pray about yourself. You God cares. He cares about your life. He cares about all of those things. And again, prayer, the definition of prayer is simply talking to God. So number two, the second prevalent misunderstanding is I'm fine praying in my head. I just don't need to speak it out loud. I'll just pray in my head all day long. Well, this is the thing. The Bible says that with our mouth, we confess and we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord and we are saved. There's something really powerful about confessing out loud with our mouth. There's something powerful about saying to your spouse, I love you out loud or to your child or to your mother. I love you. And when we pray out loud, it's a declaration. You know, we live with a physical realm, but there's also an invisible spiritual realm that we can't see. Paul says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of this dark world. And so there are invisible forces that come against us. There's invisible things that we don't see in the spiritual realm. And so when we pray out loud, we are almost declaring to those invisible forces, I love God. I'm a child of God. I'm talking to God right now. And you are pushing back in the invisible realm the enemies that you face. So is it okay to pray in your head or in your mind? Well, sure. That's really praying in your heart. You know, maybe, you know, you're in a crowd or you're in a room or you're seeing something even happen around a dinner table at a family gathering. And in your heart, you're like, God, give me the words to say, or God, bring comfort to this person. And and you are praying in your head and heart. I don't want to keep you from doing that. But don't let it stop there. 
there is something very powerful about declaring the scripture out loud, praying out loud. And so once you begin to pray out loud, you will gain a confidence in prayer. And simple is good. Remember that. So the third prevalent misunderstanding is I'm not enough. I'm just not enough to pray. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not articulate enough. Or I might embarrass myself if I prayed out loud with my friends. And so we don't pray because we just think God is big. God is awesome. God's phenomenal. And I'm just not enough. I I wouldn't have the words to say. I wouldn't have, you know, enough Bible knowledge to say the right thing, something like that. But that's not how God sees it at all. He sees us. He wants us. He actually, Jesus says to come to him as children, come as little children. And kids, you know, they just say the funniest things. They say the darndest things, don't they? And it's okay because their parents love them. And that's how we learn. We just start by praying. We just start right where we're at and realize that your prayer is, it is good. You can't mess it up. You really can't mess up talking to God. He's just waiting. He's just longing to hear from you. And so my question to you right now is this. Have you talked to God today? Have you talked to God today? So I want you to banish these misunderstandings. It is it is not selfish for you to pray for yourself. Your life is important. The details of your life matter to God. And so pray about your job, pray about your home, pray about your health, pray about your life, your mission, your calling, pray about the people in your life. But it's okay to ask God for the personal needs that you have. He says his eye is on the sparrow. His hand, it comforts us. He he sees all these things and he just wants he wants to hear from you. And yes, it's okay to pray in your head or in your heart, but take some time. We're going to learn how to pray out loud. We're going to pray out loud and make a declaration to the, all the invisible forces that, yes, I'm, I'm a child of God and I am praying to God, the one true living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's something about declaring out loud. And then again, Yes, you are good enough. You are smart enough. You are articulate enough. Prayer is simple. It's simply talking to God and prayer prompts heaven to engage on earth. When we do that, God engages in our life. He's not too busy. He is not too big and he's not too distracted to care about you. So let's talk about a place of prayer. There are many, many places that we can go in prayer. I love this in Psalm 91, 15. It says, I answer your cry for help every time you pray. That's what God says. He will answer your cry for help every time you pray. And you will find and feel my presence. Even in your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero. And I will give you a feast. If that doesn't give us that's Psalm 91, 15. It gives us his heart. He wants you to feel his presence. He wants you to find his presence. He wants to be with you in times of pressure and troubles. And he wants to be your hero. He wants you to feast with him. So that is a beautiful scripture to really encourage us today. Why don't you think about 
a thanksgiving prayer. It's one of the easiest ways to begin to pray out loud is just to begin with thanks, thanksgiving. It says in Psalm 100, verse 4, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and bless his name. Well, when we begin to thank him and we begin to praise him, that is when his presence comes and you will start to feel his presence. So here is your little bit of homework for the day. I want you, and if you need to write it down and then pray it out loud, that's that's great. I love to do that. But write down what you are thankful for that God has done in your life. And we're going to just say, God, I thank you for what you have done in my life. I thank you that you love me. And I thank you. And then just begin to thank him. Begin to tell him thanks for all the things he has done in your life. So I hope today that, that those misunderstandings are cleared up and that you are well on your way to simply praying, simply praying. You know, I want you to stay right here with us because we have a wonderful interview coming up, and I don't want you to go anywhere because we're going to be right right back. (laughs) We're just going to go to a quick break, and I want to encourage you that walking with God is possible, praying is possible. If you want to learn more about Simply for Women, go to simplyforwomen.org. Jennifer-Jackson.org. We will be right back. 